Hey, welcome. This particular channel will be devoted to reviewing 2023. If you feel like sharing anything, by all means, that's what this is for. And if it's related to any of the discussed topics of the episode, all the better. That's what this podcast is all about. So please come find us on Instagram on Let's Review with Layla and You. I will be dropping promotional posts accompanying the episode to start the conversations and give you all a place for some reciprocation. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Review 2023 with Leila and you. As I said, I found these episodes nearly finished on my drive instead of just tossing them. I would possibly revamp this section because, I mean, it's October and this episode is still concerning the third week of January. And instead of trying to play catch up and really delve as deep as I've done up until now, I decided, wait, maybe I can play catch up if I just do it instead of a week at a time, a month at a time. And then limit it, greatly limited to major events because the other day I was thinking like fuck me again an earthquake in Afghanistan wasn't it earlier this year that there was also an earthquake in Turkey another one in Morocco and also a giant ass earthquake that was felt in three countries so I was like that's, that's a lot of earthquakiness usually that spells well disaster for one like this was all in a single year we have seen some shit we're still processing and right now with all the other dramatic not to mention traumatic events happening across the globe am I the only one that's seriously overwhelmed and just i don't know about y'all i wasn't even done processing 2020 2021 2022 i'm i'm barely holding on for 2023 while at the same time also to really fully lean into my nodal return if you're into astrology maybe you'll understand what i mean by that i hope to someday also start sharing more about that right now i'm delving into astrology and what it all means and what it can mean and how to co-create with the energies of the universe and apparently incidentally this is a very powerful time for me but yeah that's also all showing me how much is happening at this present time astrologically astronomically speaking and not just for me for all of us for me it's more intense i guess you could say because the north and the south node have to do with your life's purpose your north node represents your life's purpose in this life your south node could be your talents and stuff that you already possess or that comes easy to you if you believe in previous lives and karma and all that jazz that's also part of it. So for me, the last time this happened, my life was seriously, seriously changed forever. And the same is happening now. I am uprooting my life. I'm completely changing my life. Again, in my opinion, I am course correcting where I steered wrong the last time. I turned away from my life's purpose and now I'm trying to steer towards my life's purpose. So as you can imagine, that greatly impacts every area of life. But like I said, these energies are felt by everyone. It's a very very transformative time and you can see with all the madness and the war and the destruction that's going on like these energies can go both ways like you can capitalize on it and create and do good with it or you can resist and get outbursts of anger and frustration and destruction so that just made me realize like this stuff needs to be chronicled like i'm already for the past few years keeping a journal and just sometimes i flip through it and i'm like fuck me that all happened in the same month or year or day sometimes even so i thought you know what especially with the sag after a strike still going strong unfortunately well fortunately the strike is going strong the ceos are still being punk ass bitches although what i saw yesterday it seems that they are trying to be assholes now because the writers still need some time to start back up again so 
they are trying to use this time to put pressure on the strikers. But the strikers realize this, thankfully, and are like, uh-uh, we'll wait. You need to cave uh, to our demands. And seeing that they're reasonable, very reasonable, certain things at this point in time just need to be non-negotiable. Looking at the trends of what's been happening in the past 15, 10 years, like I'm all for the a lot more equal distribution of wealth because as my previous episode already started saying is that every single year for the as long as I can remember the, the the gap between richer and poor is getting wider deeper if you're asking me and still nothing is done about it because we still are a capitalistic society we still use trickle-down economics as its foundation while we all know it's been proven again and again and again that it doesn't work it damages more than it helps and you know gives the wrong people power and they go mental when you try to redistribute that power and distribute it more equitably but at the same time I'm very thankful with the strikes with the protests around the world concerning all the shit that's happening in the world is very inspiring to see that we're rising up we're taking a stand we're holding people accountable and we're saying enough is enough and I really hope that we continue to do that because yeah enough is enough enough of all this crap it's time for a change past time but you know let's not dwell so with a little tweaking I still decided to air these episodes and then I'm gonna tag on a little one to wrap up January because one of those big earthquakes was in January and then we're just gonna hop from month to month to month the intention is to air every episode on a Monday bear with me this is still like in its infancy and seeing that I'm the one that's doing the research the recording the editing the making of promotional posts writing the transcripts publishing it all like I fully understand why this takes multiple people to run a smooth business but as of yet it's still just me so for now I'm doing my my most to be as consistent as I can possibly be. At the same time, I'm also still trying to discover what's working, what I find inspiring, what is good enough to publish, and what needs a little more tweaking, or just revamp, a possible reboot, something that needs to be tossed in the trash and scrapped for good. All possibilities are welcome. Everything is a learning experience. We're seeing more and more is vulnerabilities being expressed and shown and shared. All in all, I think there can never be enough of that. So here I am adding my two cents. Just throw it all out there and see if anyone else would like to join me. Because right now it's like the, the channel is called Let's Review with Layla and You. So far it's only been Layla. And I would really hope at some point that there's going to be some discourse. And that was the whole idea basically. Other than that, you know, I'm just having fun and I'm stretching my legs both in podcast casting and graphic design it's also another career i'm starting to consider who knows just like i said it's a total revamp of my life as well and i'm trying to see what else i could possibly find rewarding fun and that's my main focus and only then see if i can actually make some money off of it which would be very nice because you know girls got to pay your bills but overall the focus right now is just connecting sharing celebrating reviewing trying to get the conversation started authentically me better or worse for richer or poorer currently poor financially poor spiritually rich priorities i guess who knows maybe this is really a new career path and it leads to amazing opportunities i don't know maybe it just falls flat on its face and i have to go into hiding for the rest of my life i need to get a name change who knows i'm just flapping in the wind here people open invitation to join me enough of that let's kick off episode four part two the third week of january Alright, happy hump day. It's Wednesday, January 18th. Global news. In Indiana, a college student was stabbed for being Asian. Okay, wow. And apparently Indiana is one of four states in the United States without any comprehensive hate crime laws. Why? Clearly they're needed. 
And then for Dutch news, a small research investigation finds that more than a quarter of the Dutch people, 28%, sometimes worry whether they have enough money to buy food. Wow. One in four. I never really actually thought we'd see that day. It feels such great shame that they don't even dare to ask relatives for help or other acquaintances. I mean, this taboo people needs to be broken already. One in four. Just imagine your friends and your family and then apply that math. Maybe you're that one of four. Just never shameful to ask for help, right? Research has shown that over the past 23 years, the expenditure on asylum reception has been structurally underestimated, according to a study by the Court of Audit. As a result, the government spent much more than budgeted, because that's what happens when you underestimate a problem. You end up paying more. Last year apparently was an extreme outlier. 500 million euros have been budgeted, but the shelter ultimately cost 1.5 billion. That's times three, peeps. Because they structurally keep underfunding, they always end up paying more. So your whole policy of trying to make us seem less appealing in the end costs you more money and like i don't want to be the person that says i told you so but that is not the way to go about this problem people it's the same with the drilling and the earthquakes up in Groningen. you kept drilling for gas because you made a lot of money selling all that gas but now you're gonna have to spend billions to compensate suffering and the property damage that people have suffered because of all that drilling for gas and i got to say i'm starting to believe that at the end of the day bottom line it will have cost you more money than it actually overall gained you. That's just, you know, that's just to me common sense. And that is a skill apparently severely lacking in our government officials. Then a shocking 92% of nurses and caregivers surveyed said that they had been confronted with verbal or physical aggression in the past year. 92%? Holy mother. That is just beyond ridiculous. It goes on to say that a quarter of the doctors were threatened or intimidated. Aggression affects healthcare and that incidents such as these lead to doctors quitting their profession. Duh. Oh, we just, we can't anymore. See the pain, the destruction. We, we are bending over backwards, killing ourselves to try and make it work. But as it just seems to be a drop in ocean of want it just i feel like we're just perpetuating the problem by staying apparently the only way that people will wake up if there's an event that causes such a shock to the system that they can't deny it any longer because right now we just keep on going from the underlying cause of all the problems that we're experiencing aren't addressed or handled like my opinion right now we are just delaying the inevitable the ship is gonna sink and i can choose if i want to go down with the ship or if i bail now wait it out I guess. And then when the ship is actually, you know, sunk, go back and try and save the survivors. Because at this point, isn't that saying like, run away to lift and fight another day? I'm heavily leaning towards that tactic right now. Instead of trying to continue to scoop out the water of our sinking little boat. Because nothing has changed. As long as we trying to keep this boat afloat, they won't feel the need to intercede. And people are dying. Entire families are being destroyed. Generations of children are being damaged. And they don't care enough to do anything about it. So that just means we have to force the issue. It might hurt a lot of people, which I'm very sad about, and I really wish we could prevent, but apparently, even with people dying, with all of this knowledge, people are still ignoring, because we're not tackling the underlying issues that is causing. And it goes on a community level, a society level, national level, global level, but inherently, we need to get back in touch, in my opinion, with our humanity. Luckily, there are still, you know, random acts of kindness, and later in 
in the week, thankfully we find one again. Overall, on days like this, with reports coming out saying this, and everything this week so far, I need my faith in humanity restored, people, because this is killing me. To see all of this stuff happening be avoided just hurts my heart, kills my spirit. So I'm actually in doing this, trying to utilize the only thing I hope to at least some extent seems to have made a difference, and that is using my voice. So hear me roar, people! Research shows, yet again, the laws and regulations that public service providers to implement are still too complex. No fucking shit, they themselves don't even understand the system. As a result, people who depend on the government are increasingly stranded and do not receive the help they need. Problem! I mean, this is old news. I can testify. I've seen some shit. I've been told some shit. But I've come to believe that is the way they like it. The system is broken, and they benefit by keeping it a broken system. Now we all just spend the majority of our times running around in circles, jumping through all kinds of hoops that they keep inventing, and continue to tell us that we're the problem, while they line their pockets. They just keep coming up, or having supposed experts, coming with new laws and regulations and addendums, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, promising to be a very effective cost-cutting measure, even though the people that actually do the work keep telling them no but they just keep implementing it and then watching it all fall apart watching it all crash and burn and in the end the fucking irony of it all is it costs them more money money that could have gone to actually implementing change that we the people that tell you that we need it for but you keep telling us no instead they keep making up these ridiculous rules that make no sense to anyone taking for fucking ever to actually step in and say, you know what, let's change it, or that god forbid they made a mistake. But year after year, reports come out saying that it's ineffective, that it's costing them more money, that it's not working, and they just double down again and again and again. Reminding me of that Ben Franklin quote, we are all born ignorant, but one must work very hard to remain stupid. Our government officials acknowledge they work very hard, they just work very hard in the wrong direction. Well, it's a well-known fact, if you take good care of your people, your people will take good care of you and our society will thrive. I found this quote of a woman citing a quote by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez about my parents didn't raise me to accept abuse. And that woman said, that made me realize that my parents did raise me to accept abuse. And that made me realize that, yeah, I was raised to accept abuse because I was literally told again and again and again when people cross my boundaries that, oh, but they mean well. In other words, shut the fuck up, roll over and take it. And I couldn't, even as a young child, become physically ill. And I would say no, which is not appreciated. You think I taught my mother? Well, not even I taught her to set boundaries. She just followed behind me as I set boundaries. <laughs> I've always been the one that set boundaries. And then my mother just hopped along. I was the one that finally said, uh, Parentification, hi there, table for one. <laughs> then finally on to personal and happier news. Or, you know, to make me happy. God, I love Nathan Fillion. Bless that man. He posted that he was going to go live on Live with Kelly and Ryan. And apparently they misspelled his name. I mean, honestly, how? But they spelled it as Nathan with an O instead of an A. And like, he was so adorable about it. <laughs> I love that man. Truly, he's a gem. He should be protected at all costs. If you want to find out what he wrote, you can check it out at my Instagram account, Let's Review with Layla and You. Or you can look up Nathan Fillion on Instagram and see what he posted. Wednesday, January 18th. 
unfortunately, with having to sign my new contract for my new assignment coming up, again, a lot of drama, a lot of things going awry, just like, come on, people, can nothing at this point just go as it is intended? Why must everything be so fucking hard when it rains, it really, truly pours? <laughs> Having survived unhappy hump day, we have now arrived at January 19th, Thursday. Another sad day in politics, New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern is stepping down. Oh. In 2017, she was sworn in as the youngest Prime Minister in the country's history. A few months later, she again made history when she announced that she was going to be a mother. She continued to work until the birth of her daughter in June 2018. It hasn't been easy. Her career has been marked by crisis management, it seems. She was the Prime Minister during the COVID pandemic, and now after more than five years, she announced that she wants to step down before even completing her term with the words, I am human, politicians are human. We give all that we can for as long as we can, and then it's time. And for me, it's time. Already, Jacinda Ardern is regarded as a symbol of emancipation. She's the second woman in the world to have a child during her prime minister term. And let's hope that that is not seen as extraordinary for very much longer. She started to receive a lot of criticism because she would take economic interests too little into account, according to the population. New Zealanders abroad were also unable to enter their own country for a while. Eventually, the vaccination campaign got off to a very slow start, and this all seemed to have impacted her popularity. I mean, lady, to me, you are still my absolute favorite world leader, and you are such an example to world leaders all around the world, present and future. And lordy, you will be missed. And she brought humanity back into politics for me. They got shit done. Christchurch mass shootings in 2019, where 51 people ended up dead and 40 hurt. They, within a month, got automatic and semi-automatic assault weapons banned. In a month. It has been well over a decade after Sandy Hook, and in America, we're still going, well, I can't say strong. <laughs> In France, people are protesting their government's plans to, amongst other things, raise the retirement age. Sociologists say that this is partly because the French, compared to other Europeans, enjoy relatively little pleasure in their work. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's an area that you should explore. According to Prime Minister Macron, 68% of the population are against the increase in the retirement age. Wow, that's a lot of people. However, government officials argue that French pensions are in danger of becoming unaffordable if nothing changes. In France, to claim a full pension benefit, people must have worked for over 42 years. The aging population is pressing on the current pension system. The workers are now paying the full pension of more and more pensioners for a longer period of time. And they argue that this new law will negatively impact specifically the blue-collar workers and women. In celebrity news, actor Alec Baldwin will be prosecuted for the fatal shooting incident on the film set of the western movie Rust in October 21. Baldwin is being charged with wrongful death and involuntary manslaughter. Dang. While rehearsing a scene, he hit camerawoman Helena Hutchins, who died as a result from her injuries. Another employee was also hit but survived. Baldwin says he didn't know the gun was loaded with real bullets. The case has been under investigation for more than a year. Among other things, it was investigating how real bullets could end up on the set and in the weapon. I think that's the main question. How the fuck did real bullets end up on a movie set and then in a gun that was being used while aiming at people? Isn't that the first rule? That when handling a gun, don't aim it at people unless you intend to shoot that person when you're using live bullets? But she, she was the mother of a young girl. That's just wrong, people. Someone most definitely needs to be held accountable because this should never have even been in the range of possibilities, let alone happen, let alone result in a death. 
I'm very interested to see what, what they discover and the investigation shows. Like, how the fuck did those live bullets end up on that set and people weren't aware that there were live bullets in guns that were being pointed at people? Live bullets should never be on a movie set, ever. Not with today's graphics. The, the possibility of, of editing, CGI, all that jazz, just no. This one kind of surprised me. Actor Julian Sands has been missing for almost a week now after he went for a walk in California. The 65-year-old Brit went for a walk last week in a mountain area and as of yet, he has not returned. He's known for many movies and shows. I think many of us have seen him in something or other. He played small roles in a lot of different TV shows. L Word, Stargate SG-1, Law & Order Special Victims Unit, Law & Order Criminal Intent, 24, Rose Whisper, Castle, Smallville, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Movie, Person of Interest TV show. Good show. I like that show. Dexter also. Goody. Blacklist. Elementary. I mainly remember him as a creepy ass but seriously convincing religious extremist in Stargate SG-1. His performance gave me goosebumps. I do hope they find him. And I called it. Police and DA are now saying they certainly will not be able to take enforcement action against the sale or possession of laughing gas, which has been prohibited since January 1st of this year. According to the police and the DA, IT adjustments and change of work agreements are needed and they need more time to start enforcing. I mean, through 2019, 2020, and the first 10 months of 2021, there were nearly 1,800 accidents with the laughing gas. It's not like this is news, people, that this was coming, that this ban was coming. And what? IT adjustments? We can put people on the moon. On freaking Mars, presumably. And this is just... This takes years? Explain it to me, please. Back in five. Okay, trigger warning and rent warning. These kinds of news items piss me the fuck off. Because the red flags were there, you only needed to act on them. To keep so many people safe from harm. Young girls safe from a fucking sexual predator. The DA suspects a 24-year-old man of blackmailing over 100 girls with nude images. And the fucking thing is, he was already known to the police as a 15-year-old, according to DA report. After he wanted to incite a girl to commit sexual acts online, police conducted a so-called stop talk with him. He then promised to remove visual material. Well, apparently he did. They found 150 folders with different girls' names on his computer, and some folders contained thousands of images of a single girl. I mean, you had him, you caught him, and you just asked him to please stop, and then no oversight! Oh, this hurts me. This is what you get when you do not have a healthcare system, a childcare service system, just any kind of proper government system that is supposed to be their follow-up and like a so-called stop doing a talk and then no follow-up. Wasn't he on fucking probation? Like all the signs were there. Any psychologist that is worth a freaking damn would have flagged this as a potential sexual predator in the making. And to continue on this loving line of sexual predators in my country, follow up. The lawyers of seven girls who were sexually abused in Eindhoven are demanding compensation of at least 5,000 euros per victim because images have been made of the abuse. In addition, separate amounts of up to more than 30,000 euros are demanded for all victims per child and parents. In my opinion, that is low. I mean, I know what therapy costs. And this is peanut. Compared to what they might need throughout their lives, considering what they've been through, what's happened to them, what's happened to the families. Damn. And gets even worse and you could think, Layla, how is that possible? Well, hold on to your bootstraps, sweetie. The woman is also accused of drugging her own daughter, apparently the bitch had a daughter, at home twice to sexually assault 
her. The girl testified, saying, I hope that one day I can regain faith in humanity and myself, and that this should never happen again for me and other victims. She's now a teenager, and she's claiming 10,000 euros in damages. Again, sweetie, tack on a few zeros. Anyone deserves it. The lawyers say it's clear that the children have suffered enormous damage, both mentally and physically, understatement, and they will continue to experience it. The hope expressed by the suspects that the children will not be affected seems in vain. Heartbreaking, degrading, and horrific. All superlatives fall short. The children were blindfolded and spoken to and treated roughly. They were never comforted. The body remembers. The impact of sexual abuse is still so underrated, especially to victims that don't really have the capacity to put it into words what happened to them. The judge himself said that he couldn't show the images because they were so heartbreaking and horrific. These people should be locked up. He should be thrown away. There is not a circle in hell bad enough to put these people, their victims, and any and every victim of sexual abuse should be compensated for every single therapy drawback in life that they experience as a result of these events. Just, yeah. Again, the restraint of these parents, I don't know how you do it. I commend you, truly. People like this are just, in my opinion, the lowest of the low evil. I'm opposed to the death penalty, but for people like this and on this private, Marc Dutroux, I am willing to make an exception. And on to personal yet lightly weird, though still funny news. According to the late night show with Stephen Colbert, scientists have achieved in giving pigs bionic boner. Why? Because a man can achieve an erection that's a disaster of unknown proportion and needs the experimentation on pigs? For that? Tries curing cancer and, and curing HIV and curing paralysis. I mean, there's a shortage in organs that kills thousands of people a year. Try focusing on that one first, would you? Please? Okay. Truly, the significance that men attribute to that little ding-dong between their legs? Oh, honey, if that's your entire identity... Well, explains... <laughs> explains a lot. Does someone need a hug? Maybe a visit to people dying of the previously mentioned illnesses that are still yet to be cured? To, you know, give you a reality check. But hey, a dude can get an erection. All is right with the world. Yay. Hmm. Not to mention poor piggies. I mean, I like my bacon, but damn. All it does is make me think, hey, bacon with a boner. Can I say I have an inappropriate and dark sense of humor? And to continue on my inappropriate sense of humor, a town in the United Kingdom canceled its fireworks display because of a masturbating walrus. I mean, don't y'all think he'd have stopped to at least, I know, enjoy the show? But now, out of fear for distressing the animal, they decided against it. Why can't we do that every year for every pet on the planet that hates all that noise? I mean, I like fireworks, I really do. But just, you know, stick to fireworks displays that focus on the pretty instead of the loud. At the very least, I mean, you know, suggestion. Welcome to the Age of Aquarius. It's Friday, January 20th. Snow day, as it turns out. For global news, as I live and breathe, former President Donald Trump and one of his lawyers have to pay compensation of almost $1 million to Hillary Clinton and members of her campaign team. <laughs> According to a federal judge in Florida, Trump and his lawyers systematically abused the legal system to take revenge on political opponents. Yeah. So pay up, motherfucker. And please, like, he did that a lot to any and all that would ever oppose him. He abused the legal system. So keep bitch slapping him. Yes, please, continue.
And for Adachi news, they intend to ban dogs with two short snouts, including pugs, and cats with double ears. The breeding of these animals was already forbidden in 2014. However, the animals are still being sold illegally, and people keep them as pets. Now they want to make it illegal and forbid people for owning these animals. Right on? Couldn't agree more. And for personal news, do bigots ever get tired? I know I am, good lord almighty. I saw a post on Twitter about people losing their marbles concerning the new profile picture of Pink Floyd, celebrating their 50 year anniversary of the album Dark Side of the Moon. Because it has a rainbow in it. And people saying that Pink Floyd's going all woke and whatnot. I'm sorry, have you not seen their album cover from the 70s? Because, yeah, they are not riding a trend. Fuck, they're riding the trend that they started in the 70s. People can take offense in anything and everything, really. In my job, I heard a story about a little girl that got little rainbow boots. So adorable. But then she went to school and it was a very Christian school because she lived in the Bible Belt. And she got bullied and they told her that she was gonna go to hell for wearing rainbow boots. She came home crying and threw them in the dumpster. I mean, come on, people. This is where we are now. You've weaponized a fucking rainbow. It is literally an optical phenomenon occurring in nature under certain meteorological conditions. It is a natural phenomenon that is associated with group of people that they for whatever reason are scared shitless of. We don't bite. Well, <laughs> only with consent. But apparently, we are now telling kids that they are going to hell if they are wearing anything with a rainbow on it, and we are canceling bands for using rainbow in their profile on social media. Oi! Also, I just paid custom clearance costs for my Gishporium parcel. It's a happy sad, sad happy. It's gonna be the last Gish-related package I will ever receive, presumably. Unfortunately, today I still have not received my new contract as was promised. Like for fuck's sake, can't anything work-related just ever go smoothly? I think the universe is trying to tell me something. There has got to be more to life than this, right? Right. I eventually did do some podcasting because I just found my jingle. I need to play with my jingle. That sounds weird. <laughs> Let's just say I still like working on my podcast and please. I want to be done with all this signing contract drama healthcare sector bitchy moany people just fingers crossed that this podcast actually leads to something right help me out here people thus we have arrived on saturday january 21st global news in post on social media i saw of shit you should care about the taliban are now making shopkeepers cover the faces of mannequins. Of the mannequins, people. Really? Like, why are you so, so threatened by anything other than cis male? Truly, it's disturbing. Oh, for fuck's sake. Derek, I murdered George Floyd in cold blood. Chauvin asked the court to overturn his murder conviction, stating he didn't get a fair trial. I'm sorry, did George Floyd? No. So shut the fuck up. Dude, there's footage. Even before, even without footage, this should have been a slam fucking dunk. But honestly, you need to just sit down and shut up for the rest of your life. Really? I mean, I'm all for redemption and, and all of that crap, but you are doing the exact opposite. You make people hate you even more, even though that that is even possible is an achievement. So informed informs us that the United Kingdom wants to hand police unprecedented powers to handle protesters. Oh yeah, that sounds like a good idea. With the all-strike record, that is a slippery slope, people. Plus, I don't think that that's where your issue lies, honey. So, no, doesn't have my vote, but I'm not a UK resident, so good luck with that. Yeah.
Then on to Dutch news, the police arrested a third suspect for the stabbing and murder of an employee at a youth care facility. Good lord, many people were involved in this. I genuinely wonder what is the moment, the event, incident, final straw for people? Because mine was reached a long, long time ago. I mean, a lot has happened in 20 years. I mean, we millennials have. Like, we, I think by now we need like two, three hands to count all the major historical events that we've lived through. But has it desensitized us or something? I don't know. Then on to some personal news and a much happier note. You can't not love Leslie Jones. This week she's presenting The Daily Show where she says, Okay, black people, what the fuck are we gonna do? Because you know it's messed up when black people and the Proud Boys hate the same statue. The Martin Luther King statue with the hug. I mean, yeah, I agree with her there. I don't know what they were thinking, but this could have been such a beautiful, moving statue reveal. But all it makes me do is talk my head and go like, It looks creepy. And it most assuredly does not invoke warm, fuzzy, hopeful feelings. Apparently, they found PFAS in reusable period underwear. Lady parts already suffer so much. If you bought any underwear between November 2016 and November 2022, you can submit a claim. Oh, poor lady bit. The New York based company now has to pay $5 million settlement in a class action lawsuit because PFAS exposure through the skin can be as dangerous as drinking water with chemicals in it. And this has all been up against the lady bits. Mm. I mean, I myself don't have it. Creeps me out a little. I know friends that do. And now knowing that you exposed your lady bits to some toxic junk, no pun intended, very glad I never hopped on this trend. Take care of your lady bits, ladies. Important. on to personal quotes of the day there was by at create the love who the fuck decided to call it emotional baggage and not a grief case missed opportunity indeed that's a good one i'm gonna keep that and then to end this day on a little happier note because lord almighty do we ever need it a new york plumbing company serviced over 500 people for free during the blizzard saving christmas for many it can be done people when we act out of love and with humanity in mind this we have arrived at Sunday, January 22nd. And also, right where I left off recording. So from this moment on, I am gonna stop going day by day and just toss all of it into one big pile. Leftover January. Which is also incidentally the moment where there was a new moon in Aquarius, whose theme was challenging beliefs of what is possible and seeing the limitless possibilities that are available to you. I guess mine here was, it's never too late to jump back into the pool, even if it's 10 months later. In global news, in the Israeli city of Tel Aviv, people have once again taken to the streets to protest against the radical right-wing government of Benjamin Netanyahu, the largest protest to date. Hear them roar, people! The proposed changes would mean, among other things, that the Supreme Court may no longer intervene if there is a majority in Parliament for a law, even if it conflicts with existing laws. So yeah, that would be bad. As a result, critics fear, in my opinion, rightfully so, for the rights of minorities such as Palestinians and LGBTQ people. China announced this week that its population has shrunk for the first time since the 1961 famine. This news came as a surprise, as scientists had figured that the contraction would only start around 2030, so they're ahead of schedule. I wonder why. Maybe possibly performing genocide on a part of your population had something to do with that? Hmm. And here comes the irony, or another one. The one-child policy that China enacted remained the official policy for more than 35 years. A second child was only allowed again in 2015, as since 
2021, a third child is also allowed. The government is now even trying to encourage Chinese people to have more children, but it doesn't seem to be working. Fewer and fewer Chinese people want children because the cost of living is too high. It is now becoming clear that the age structure of the population, many elderly and few working people, is becoming a problem. Who will take care of all these elderly people? There is no good pension system, and the only child who is needed to keep the economy going will now have to start taking care of his parents. And I think this is a problem that our generation is going to be dealing with a lot, because you're already hearing Gen Z and the up-and-coming generations are questioning, debating, deciding not to have children because of the state of society, the state of the world, the climate, and simply because they can't fucking afford it. Was announced that in the coming years, Microsoft will invest up to $10 billion in the company OpenAI, the maker of, among other things, the popular ChatGPT app. With the investment, OpenAI can grow significantly and expand capacity. Is that wise? Should we be on the lookout for a naked Arnold Schwarzenegger around sometime now, here, somewhere? Hmm? an update on the long-forgotten, it seems, explosion in Beirut, the investigation into the explosion was resumed by the investigating judge at the beginning of this week after a long time. The investigation was apparently halted for 13 months because it was opposed by the political elite. That explains why it was so quiet. Human Rights Watch previously established in a report that the president was aware of the explosive charge in the grain silo. Relatives and human rights organizations have been calling an international investigation for some time now, understandably, but that hasn't happened so far. And and with this development, I'm guessing we're never going to find out what truly happened and who is rightfully to be held accountable and responsible concerning the explosion now that the courts and the political elite are clashing with each other. Another prime example of what's wrong with our society and its current structure, in my opinion. And to wrap up this global news section, they find documents at Mike Pence's offices now too, and they haven't yet mentioned Trump. I wonder why. Though, concerning his dumbass, he is being let back on Instagram and Facebook. For real? Like, for real? Ugh. celebrity news, American actor Jeremy Renner says he broke more than 30 bones in his snowplow accident. Owie. Beyonce was accused of hypocrisy after giving an exclusive performance in Dubai. Rumor has it that Beyonce was paid around $24 million for the concert, which was closed to fans. Okay. Journalists, celebrities, and influencers were invited to attend the concert in a luxurious resort. Attendees were asked not to take photos or videos of the concert, but they en masse did not comply. Ungrateful much? Homosexuality is a criminal offense in the United Arab Emirates, and according to the law, sex between two people of the same sex is punishable by death. Issue. Beyonce did not perform a single song from her successful 2022 album, Renaissance. On that critically acclaimed album, she honors black and queer pioneers of the 1970s house and disco scene. Renaissance also deals with themes such as self-expression, self-confidence, and hedonism. Items that Dubai is not particularly a fan of. A fan wrote on Twitter, I love Beyonce, but performing in Dubai when you just released an album that is so important to a community is disappointing. And I gotta agree. This is not queen-like behavior, Lady B. I mean, on some level I could understand it if you were seriously strapped for cash, but in her case, not likely. You did not have to do it this way. Or at all. The true queen would have taken a stand. And why close it off to the fans? That's also what rubbed me the wrong way. This was just rich people pandering to rich people. Glaringly ignoring atrocities being committed by a part of those rich people. So yeah, I, I take an issue with that. Because, like I said, in my opinion, shit that happens in the world, and there's a lot of it, a lot of shit, that is allowed to happen that at its root is just basically ableism, racism, supremacy.
exclusion, colonization, and the only way that it can perpetuate and continue is when people who don't support it do not take a stand against the people that benefit, that profit from it. So yeah, I take issue with this too. How about y'all? And something that I found odd considering a previous item discussed, Justin Bieber apparently has sold the rights to all of the songs he's recorded so far. The new owner is the British investment company Genesis Songs. According to Variety, among others, the deal was worth more than $200 million. The deal with the 28-year-old Bieber, because yeah, the dude's not even 30, fits in with a trend of artists relinquishing their music rights for many millions. For example, Bruce Springsteen, Bob Dylan, Phil Collins, together with his old band Genesis, and Neil Diamond have sold their music rights in recent years. And I wonder why. Like, are y'all strapped for cash? Because recently we also had that news item about the artist who fought for decades to win the rights to his own music back. I can't imagine that there's another reason for it other than that you're strapped for cash. Because why would you sell your creations and allow others to do it whatever the fuck they want with it? I'm sorry if you're struggling. Truly, I am. And is this the way to deal with it? Or, I don't know, can we help each other out or something? Because this just feels wrong to me. Or is that just me? Then to the duchy news section. This one, I needed a minute or 10. Researchers have concluded that over 50% of Dutch respondents do not know that 6 million Jews were murdered during the war. 12% of our population as a whole claims that this number is greatly exaggerated or even think that the Holocaust is a myth. According to researchers, 23% of these people were under the age of 40. Holy fuck. No wonder we are currently walking the exact same path repeating history because y'all chose to delete or seriously downplay a giant dark chapter in our history and thus the important lessons that it cost a lot of lives to teach us are being erased according to the researchers the netherlands has the highest percentage of respondents who deny that the holocaust took place or think that the figures are exaggerated more than half of all respondents think that the holocaust did not take place in the netherlands and at the age of 40 it was 63 percent 63 percent oh yeah trust me it did hello and frank was from the netherlands Huh? Plus, my grandfather had to flee. But sure, denial ain't just a river. The majority of the respondents couldn't even name a Dutch transit camp, such as Camp Westerbork or Camp Amersfoort. Granted, I did not know Amersfoort, but I did know Westerbork. Despite the fact that Anne Frank is known to 89% of the respondents, again, only 89? Like, how? I know I read her diary. I thought it was mandatory reading in school, but I guess not anymore or something. I don't know. 27% of them did not know that she died in a concentration camp. Again, Wow. The claims conference calls these numbers alarming. Oh yeah. Also because 22% of people under 40 say it is acceptable for individuals to support Nazi views. 22% of people under 40. That is one in five. And I gotta say, social media plays a big part in this. Mark Zuckerberg, I'm looking at you. And Elon Musk, just all the rich fuckers that own our social media and do nothing. Or not a lot. Could do more. Should do more. But they're so distracted by their ding-dongs and their rockets. To to make sure that even if our parents, our grandparents, even if our schools, which I find horrendous in and of itself, that that is even possible, don't teach us these things, the internet at least should be a place where we can go to learn. That was the whole fucking idea of this. That it would broaden our horizons, expand our minds, but because it is flooded and not managed, you were given such responsibilities. You fucking dropped the ball because you were too busy grabbing pussy and money and just power and just ugh. I think 
think this will prove to be a dark day in our history. This was a tool to spend our potential, our way of thinking, our societies, and instead it became a cesspool of bigotry and hatred and just ableism amplified to infinity. Does this article, like I knew it was bad and I knew as a kid I took offense when people did the Heil Hitler greeting and that people huh, told me to lighten up because it was so long ago. I'm looking at you now. Was I wrong? I mean, really? Hmm. Just fuck. This one hurts, truly. And I'm shocked. I, I, I knew it was bad, but these numbers don't lie. <laughs> this just really makes me think what can we do what can i do because of who i am or who i am representing an inferior species to most in this ableistic society my voice was always discounted and just ignored ignore me now fucker well you can by not subscribing or listening or whatever but at least i hope i'm reaching some people i've reached some of my friends let's just say that i got everyone around me to vote when many of them didn't or thought that their vote didn't count at least that's the one thing I can say I did. I've become actively involved in the voting process, so there's that. And like I said, I'm using my voice to hopefully try and talk about this crap because that's the problem. We don't talk about stuff that makes us uncomfortable and that allows this shit to happen, to continue to happen. It paves the way for it to happen. But if we talk about it, if we hold each other responsible, accountable, if we educate each other, knowledge is power because then you can make well-informed decisions. I mean, we We've sued companies and doctors, and that is why we are now obligated to sign and send forms for any and all procedures. Tell them to fuck off with all their cookies. So why are we so okay with that, but not in just knowledge in general? Knowledge is not a threat, and I don't understand why people view it as such. Does it make you think? Yeah, I fucking sure hope it does. That's all freaking point. Expand your mind. But yeah, this news just, it hit me hard. Because like I said, my grandparents lived it, and they were lucky. We were lucky, I guess, because we weren't Jewish. But I mean, had I lived in that time, I would have been shipped off on day one. Let's just be for real here. Or just gone down in the raids. Because it would have been believed I couldn't work concentration camp, I guess. Be worked to death, as it were, because that is what the concentration camps were. Working people to death, extending their suffering. And just like, how can so many people not know? This is not something that happened hundreds, thousands of years ago. This was just the most recent reminder of the atrocities we as human beings are capable of. When we live with and act out of the fear and hatred in our hearts. Things that we are not born with. And we are living it again because we did not learn. And that is what saddens me to the point that it just, it fuels such an impotent rage. And it feels impotent because on some days I just feel so overwhelmed and I just don't know what to do with this anymore. Other than talk about it, punch it out. <laughs> punching back, not people. But yeah, this one hurt. the irony of this one. When our Prime Minister Rutte visited the Belgian Prime Minister's office in Brussels yesterday, the Dutch flag hung upside down in the background. An inverted flag is currently used by several protest movements as a symbol of dissatisfaction with our government. Hanging your flag upside down means that the country is in crisis. And the irony for me was that they did it, they didn't catch it, and it basically is an accurate depiction of our current situation. But yeah, I mean, dude, you go there to represent our country and you couldn't even recognize that your own fucking flag that you are there to represent is upside down. 
And a final update on that prosecution case with the sexual abuse of the seven children. The DA has demanded 15 years in prison and compulsory treatment in the case against the cop. Only 15 years? In my opinion, another few zeros could have been added to that one, but okay. I have to admit that in the Netherlands, this is considered high, unfortunately. And to end it on a happier note, the number of people who donated organs is at its highest number ever. Wrong people, are you a donor yet? I mean, you're dead. You're not gonna need your organs anymore. So you might as well donate them, save a life, change a life. Let that be your legacy. Let your legacy, no matter what you actually achieved in your life, in death also be good. to wrap up this month with some personal notes and highlights of which I also made some promotional posts that you can find on my Instagram account Let's Review with Layla so go check them out one of them was a quote extra income won't fix your bad spending habits with the response I don't want to fix my spending habits I want to afford them yeah personally I have no objections to my spending habits I just wish at least have a little more breathing room mainly because there is so much inequality in the world you see other people doing crazy ass shit with their money because for the life of them they have so much of it they don't know what to do with it. And at the other end of the spectrum, people are dying or struggling greatly because of a lack of money. So yeah, equal dispersion, yes please. So we can all have a little joys in our lives. Just in my opinion. A post by WordPorn, women are pushed to marry early because they know that the older we get, the more we learn about men, the less likely we'll actually want one. And yeah, I mean, the older we get, the less crap we excuse. So yeah, true. I think it's part of the patriarchal design as well, that women are from a very early age, I mean, hello Disney movies, are told that the main thing in life for them to do is to get married. And then everything will be okay. Only in the later years are we now seeing empowered women. The movie doesn't end with them getting married and a happily ever after because not all of us want that i mean if you want to be the wife and the mother and that that is your main goal in life god bless truly but it shouldn't be the norm shoved down our throats from a very young age i think with the incels and the overall hysteria going around right now is men realizing oh shit they are starting to hold us accountable oh we actually now have to be decent human beings yeah that's a good development get on board already this one just pissed me off a bit. The M&M company is apparently caving to those bigoted conservative assholes. No. Just the same with Queen Bee. Just no. Do not cave to these assholes. You're only perpetuating the problem. Enabling the enablers. No. And there's on my Instagram fun post about the volatile mermaid's response, which I fully support. My personal favorite is Cliddle. That's the winner for me. How about y'all? In a tweet by Mark Groves, which also claps back to what we discussed in the earlier episode, if we are not ourselves in a relationship, the people we're in a relationship with, we'll be falling in love with who we are pretending to be. This way, we'll never feel like our relationship is a place where we will feel love. So be you. Preach. Live authentically, baby. Sooner or later, you're gonna have to, because you can't keep up pretending forever for long, or it'll kill you mentally, physically, emotionally. Just don't. Be you. There are people out there that will love you for you. Keep looking, don't settle. And then another lovely quote by from Ed Healing and CPTSD. I told my therapist that I've lost a few friends since I started setting firm personal boundaries. She responded, it's amazing how many people no longer find you useful when you are harder to control. Boom! Perspective, people. That weight, honestly. Go where you are celebrated, not tolerated. That is my personal motto now when it comes to relationships. 
And for personal experiences, I had my farewell party at work. A talk with a client ran late, and my coworkers feared I'd eloped. I mean, don't tempt me, but no, I didn't elope. A lot of people showed up. Even people who weren't working showed up to come say goodbye. And another even made me a prezi. A picture with floating sparkles of the disabled parking space that they finally created after 10 months. Many, many reminders. What city hall parking does not have a disabled parking space? I mean, for real. And the part that completely shits me, they installed it, finally, the day I quit. So yeah, this is, she knew this present would mean a lot to me. This parking space will now be my legacy. They'll remember me now. For did they try not to? I had made an appointment with the mayor, though I dressed up all nicely. However, when I got there, the appointment got cancelled, not 15 minutes before it was due. And it takes me an hour to drive into work, so that was just asshole behavior. So I left. I was like, fuck this shit, for real. I tried. I am now officially done. Whatever happens, it is on you. So I wrapped up my last few things. I thankfully had a nice talk with a mother who thanked me for my kindness and great care when everyone else just kept ignoring her plea. And I needed that to feel as if all the pain, suffering, drama, frustration, anger wasn't for nothing. That I genuinely did help some people. So yeah, I needed that. And on January 30th, I signed my new contract. So I am again officially employed for at least a year. Yay! And to celebrate my final, final, final day at work on January 31st, I had dinner with some old and current co-workers, which was a delightful way to wrap up this 11-month horror show. On to hopefully a much better month, February. I do hope to see you there. <laughs>